Welcome to Sassy at 60s podcast, Sassy Moments. I am your host, Dr. Karen Backway, retired pediatrician turned longevity advocate and coach. What if it is possible to feel younger now and as you age? Would you be willing to try? Rejuvenate your thinking, unlock your brilliant future. It is possible. Good morning, ladies. Grab a cup of coffee, pull up a chair, and listen in. This is the Sassy Moments podcast, bonus moment, fast, a four-letter word to boost your energy. Boost my energy by not eating? What kind of nonsense is this? I know, it's totally counterintuitive, right? But I believe the single most important thing you can do to boost your energy is to fast nightly for 12 to 14 hours. I know, I know, it's totally counterintuitive and fast is a four letter word in some social circles, right? Fasting as a concept is in complete contrast to the currently accepted societal dogma that we must eat multiple low fat small meals throughout the whole day to avoid hunger and overindulging when we do decide to eat. I would like to suggest that you set that aside and consider this. We all fast every night for however long you sleep, seven to nine hours for most women. To fast as a concept is simple and easy to understand. Just don't eat. In practice, it's not really so easy mostly because of that societal dogma that we should eat multiple low-fat meals all throughout the day. Since the early 1980s, with the introduction of the food guide, we have been taught that high fat is bad and that we must eat multiple small meals, low-fat, throughout the course of the day to avoid hunger and to avoid overeating. Our body is not designed to eat that way. It's just not. I'm not talking about multiple day fasts. I'm not talking about starving yourself. Not at all. I am talking about completely changing the way that you think about eating. Completely. Our body, like our brain, was designed many centuries ago when vicious predators were everywhere and famine was just around the corner, food was scarce. Back in the day when we were hunter-gatherers, we certainly did not eat three meals a day plus snacks neatly dispersed throughout the day. Our ancestors fasted most of the time, sometimes for weeks. They feasted occasionally after a successful hunt and grazed on berries and tubers that happened to be in season. Essentially, protein with fat with limited carbohydrates. They didn't eat every day, all day. And guess what? They survived to tell the tale. Now we eat mostly refined carbs in the form of sugar and flour with processed protein, and if you follow the food guide, low-fat alternatives. It's backwards, and it shows up on our butt and our belly as fat, and it's slowly killing us. Since the introduction of the food guide, obesity, type 2 diabetes, and Alzheimer's disease have skyrocketed. It's frightening. So what is intermittent fasting? 
as the name suggests, you choose to fast intermittently, which is really kind of big, right? It actually makes more sense if you think of its flip side, time-restricted eating. Time-restricted eating is when you voluntarily limit the number of hours you choose to eat during the day. The eating window defines the hours during which we eat. A 14-10 fast means that you eat during a 10-hour window and you fast for the following 14 hours. Say you eat from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. and you fast from 6 p.m. to 8 a.m. the following morning. 14-10 intermittent fasting. Research has shown that the most effective health-promoting intermittent fasting regime is to delay breaking your nightly fast by one to two hours after you wake up and to stop eating three hours before going to bed. It's really not a huge difference from what you already do. You have to add two rules. No snacking after dinner, and delay breakfast for one to two hours. Okay, I heard the collective groan and argument. I don't even get home from work until after 6 p.m. I don't sit down to dinner until at least 7 p.m. on a good day. That is completely fine. Shift the window to fit your schedule, but keep it consistent even on weekends. What the researchers show is the ideal. And that may not work for you, but I would like you to consider this. You cannot reap the massive benefits of intermittent fasting if you don't fast. To get started, aim for a 10 to 12 hour nightly fast. Determine your dinner time, say between six and 7 p.m. Do not eat after seven. That means no evening snacks. Break your nighttime fast one to two hours after you wake up say between 7 and 8 a.m. Eat two to three meals over the course of your day with no snacking between meals. During your eating window, eat mindfully. Notice, notice, notice. Utterly enjoy your meal. Do not multitask at your desk as you mindlessly scroll Facebook. Limit your distractions. Don't watch TV. Have a conversation about more than the weather with your colleague or with your partner. If nothing else, get lost in your own thoughts with yourself. How can it help but be interesting? Eating can be and absolutely should be really pleasurable, even more so when you fast. Truthfully, it has been my experience that many women find it easier to simply skip a meal at the beginning of the day or at the end of the day which creates a 16 to 18 hour fast with this six to eight hour eating window. Which one you pick, totally up to you. Though most women skip breakfast, enjoy lunch with a colleague, and then sit down to dinner with a family, which is a highly recommended family bonding activity. Eat between 12 and one, fast until you eat, sit down to dinner between six and 8 p.m your call. Try it out and see how it works.
If you'd like to learn more about intermittent fasting and how to introduce it into your life so that you can reap the many benefits of fasting, check out my mini course, Fast, a four-letter word to boost your energy. Talk again soon. Thanks for listening in, ladies. The best years of your life lie before you. Believe it. Take the next steps to becoming the best version of yourself. Sassy at 60 is all about how you can live each and every day to the fullest. Join the movement. Rejuvenate your mind. Feel younger, longer. All information contained in this podcast is for general informational purposes only. The content on this podcast is not meant to be a substitute for professional medical advice and listeners should not delay in obtaining medical advice for any medical condition they may have and should seek the assistance of their healthcare professional promptly. No doctor-patient relationship has been established.